Good morning. Yes, you're tuned to Ross FM. Good morning, Ross Common 94.6 FM. But right now, I am delighted to be joined on the line by Senator Ashling Dolan. Good morning. How are you, Ashling? Good morning, Kira. How are you? It's lovely to get to talk to you on air. I think this is the first time I've had you on the Good Morning Ross Common show, so it's it's oh, a pleasure to have you good. on. Well, it's a beautiful morning for it, so thank you very much. Absolutely. And I know there's a good few, I suppose, topics that are kind of um, trending at the moment, but I suppose what's kind of, what would you like to highlight maybe this morning and, and draw attention to? Well, Kira, thank you so much for your time. Um, I suppose in terms of funding, I think that's really important. And so many community groups, uh, Kira, across Roscommon, um, apply for different funding. And I just yeah. really want to say thank you because it's all volunteers, do you know? And they're doing it for the love of the area that they live in and for their own towns and villages and so on. And we had a great day there only last week or a couple of weeks ago with Minister Heather Humphreys who came down and was in Ballotrine and through the uh, local community and through Roscommon County Council, do you know, there were grants that were given out uh, to community groups, nearly 150 odd groups who literally wow. received, you know, the likes of maybe four or five hundred euro or a thousand euro and it was really just to, to support them in the work that they do um, and, and what they give to the communities themselves um, but also really I suppose to highlight the importance of you know coming together if you have a project that you think is really worthwhile for your local area or something that you'd like to get involved in you know, do check in and because people are always looking for volunteers you know and your local group would be a great place to join um, and there's definitely lots of programs out there. The Clore Fund, for one, for example, is one that people in Roscommon would probably know quite well, and it's been quite successful in bringing the likes of you know, footpath or you know playgrounds and so on to places. And um, I suppose another fund, maybe just to mention at the moment, Kira, is the Community Recognition Fund, yeah. and that's coming through Roscommon County Council at the moment. Um, you know, five thousand to ten or twenty thousand, and we've seen the likes of you know Balladrine again. You know, been very successful in this in terms of a community bus, um, and really just about how we welcome our new communities. And you know, it's been very important to see that we have more people as well coming to live and work in the West, but also, you know, that we are supporting people who are fleeing sort of very difficult situations. Um, so yeah, I suppose that's I suppose yeah, communities and investment into Roscommon itself, the county, is very very important. So definitely one I'd like to highlight. Well, this is exactly it. And those funding that is available, you know, all those little amounts make a massive difference, especially, as you said, most people are volunteers in these groups. Oh, yeah. And I think it gives such a real boost. And I mean, we've seen uh, such an array of projects over the last number of years. Um, It's been really impressive. And I suppose, again, it's just down to people who have a great idea about their local area or something that they'd like to, to achieve. And they really work together and great as a team and I think working with Roscommon County Council uh, with the teams there in the County Council is really important as well Um, so yeah I just think that there's been great work and of course with our our local councillors as well and really just to acknowledge that Um, and I suppose you know like it's going to be really important as well Kira. I suppose to look at the importance of that funding you know if people aren't successful on a project you know not to lose heart because you know it's always possible to think about applying you know later in the year or next year or there might be another type of funding stream that will come online so just not to lose heart and you know to really get that feedback and you know make your project better to be in again next time around this is exactly it because sometimes it can be just small little adjustments or tweaks and indeed for any maybe community groups listening in or uh, volunteers listening in various different groups how can they apply for funding maybe they're kind of a bit confused about that area of where do you go how do you go about it 
So I suppose just in the first instance, there's the Public Participation Network with Roscommon County Council, and that's probably what I would say is the first port of call in terms of, um, you know, like just to make sure that your group is registered and that you get information coming out from the council and they do a lot of good work as well around ensuring that groups are aware you know they hold webinars and that's actually quite handy for people you know sometimes you don't want to be traveling a half an hour or so to get to a meeting you know and you can sort of you know tune in or you know a lot of these can be recorded as well um i know sort of i'm we're always trying to promote sort of uh you know the funding programs when they launch and when they open um, particularly, I suppose, what I'd be looking at here are clubs, for example, across the county. Um, you know, the Sports Capital Fund will be opening up again shortly. And, you know, that Sports Capital can be for infrastructure and building. Roscommon was very successful in the last time round, many clubs across the county. Um, but they also look at equipment. So there's a, a portion there for equipment. Um, so when that launches, you know, there'll be a lot of promotion and advertising as well that you'll see around that program launching. Uh, but again, that it's very worthwhile for groups to start considering now an application before the program opens about what they would like to apply for. More than likely in the program, there'll be a few changes to a previous year. You know, sometimes programs, they will change year to year. But you can always look back on an application or, you know, a call from the year before, and that'll give you a good guide about, you know, you know what, what it would look like and maybe think about preparing an application. Um, I think for schools as well, uh, schools can work with clubs as well to put an application in under sports capital. I think that's something that's really important. We know that our schools are always trying to improve sort of the facilities they have available for their for the children in the school at primary school level, but also at the secondary school level. So, you know, it's really important that we have sports facilities for young people and it's a great way for people to get that love of a sport at a young age and then they, you know, they get a really, they become a really an active member in their own local clubs, you know. So I just think those are some of the funding programs that people can, and particularly clubs, uh, community groups, you know, tidy towns. Uh, there are so many that I think uh, when you put your mind to it, you know, and look at the sort of opportunities under or out there, you really see it. And that's through the Department of Rural and Community Development, I suppose, with Minister Heather Humphreys. We have just seen a huge amount of funding coming into Roscommon and it's just been great to see it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's exactly what you said. Again, people getting out there, taking that little initiative to make some some kind of a change in their community. And those little, it's all the small differences that really make a huge difference. Yeah, exactly. And I just think that, you know, I'm, you know, I was just even driving through uh, Dysart there recently and you just sort of see the lovely footpaths and the impact of tidy towns and the lovely flower boxes and everything else. And really, you know, the effort that people make to really show, like, make their, make areas look so well. And I suppose it's just a great time of the year to, you know, explore our county as well. And, you know, I would encourage people, you know, sometimes we travel very far, you know, you go for a trip and you want to go down to, I don't know, you know, Kerry or you want to go off uh, to Sligo and so on. But sometimes, you know, you forget on our doorstep, we have great places to explore, um, you know, all through the summer months. And of course, great heritage uh, sites as well. So, yeah, I suppose encourage people to, to uh, consider touring locally as well, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know as well, um, Ashling, we were talking yesterday about a few other little things as well that you'd like to let people sure. know, I suppose, on air this morning. Yeah, I mean, I suppose just for myself, um, I suppose last week I was raising in the Shannon, uh, particularly around um, for cleaners and caterers. So just yes. one of the issues we were noticing in Port Yonkla Hospital is just, you know, there was the special recognition pandemic payment of over €1,000 and so many staff 
um, received this and such a well-deserved recognition of the work that's been done on the front line, wow. especially during COVID and the pandemic. Uh, the challenge is, of course, that there are some cohorts or some groups that are still waiting payment and those in particular are contract agencies that work with our hospitals. Okay. Um, it's at a national level, but I suppose in, particularly for Port Junta, you know, the hospital for Athlone and, you know, across Galway and South Roscommon and Westmeath and bits of Offaly and, and North Tip as well. It has a huge catchment area, but so many people travel to work in that hospital as well. Um, but yeah, I suppose I was just following up on that and we're calling for that payment to be accelerated. So I suppose that's just something I'm very conscious of at the moment that, you know, that people are still waiting and maybe counting on that payment and that really it, it's, you know, it's just really not good enough that it hasn't happened yet. So that's really, really important. Um, I suppose the other great news that we saw this week as well is the HSE Capital Plan is coming out and uh, we've just been great to see sort of an allocation of funding there um, to complete sort of a 50-bed ward block that we're seeing in Port Junta, which is sort of to replace a number of the really older wards there. Um, we're also seeing, you know, the ED, the emergency department, that there will be sort of at the appraisal stage um, the importance of having, like, you know, treatment bays. And I know the team there, uh, when they met with the Taoiseach uh, only a few months ago, um, really highlighted um, the urgency, the urgent need for sort of additional treatment bays in the hospital. And of course, we all know if anyone in their family or anything like that is, is ill, you know, it's, it's shocking to have to to wait in an emergency department and that there, aren't, there isn't enough space. And um, there's a lot of capacity uh, concerns as well. And I suppose also that we're seeing the Sacred Heart Residential Unit in Roscommon Town as well, and the Rehab Unit in Roscommon University Hospital. Do you know, great facilities. We know that they're, you know, it'll be wonderful to have them based in uh, our towns, and it's really going to be crucial. And particularly that we have so many extra people working in our hospitals as well, and working in primary care too. So, you know, like you'll sort of see an increase, which is wonderful, across um, our healthcare staff, but we just need the infrastructure as well, and that's really what we're crying out for at the moment. So, yeah, I suppose that's just something I've been really looking at in the last week, and I suppose just good news here on the sort of HSC capital plan as well, Kira. Yeah, absolutely amazing. There's so much, I think, again, you know, from the pandemic and things like that, it's great to see, you know, those rewards coming around for the people that did have to work extra hard. I know the, the, I suppose the hospital staff were definitely under an awful lot of pressure to keep up with the demands of the, I suppose, the amount of people going into A&E and um, going in with illnesses. So absolutely great to see them finally getting rewarded for all of that hard work. There's so much going on, I find, this year, isn't there, Ashling? Do you find that, I suppose... There's so much happening from the pandemic. Everything is really, really sped out, sped up. And I find we're, we're go, go, go. There's so much happening, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say so. Definitely in May, I think there's a lot of events and festivals. And it's great. Like, you know, um, it was great to see last August as well. Sort of a lot of our agricultural fairs and festivals and everything and shows, you know, kicking off. And that was absolutely brilliant because, you know, there's been a year or two years that we haven't had them. And... I suppose I'm just conscious that it's um, a great way for people to connect. I think there has been a, a bit of a, an impact from COVID and the pandemic, uh, particularly for certain groups in our community that have found it difficult to get back into the routines they always had. And we have seen changes in the way people, um, you know, uh, people maybe um, the, the way they spend their time. Um, you know, there's some positives like remote working and people having more flexible options and been able to live and work in the West. Um, you know, that's so important because it means, you know, if you're working from home, 
um, and you're in the likes of, you know, you're based in Roscommon Town, you're in Castle Ree, or, you know, you're you're working from home, you're going to be shopping. You know, you're going to be getting your lunch that day. You might pop down to the local cafe or the restaurants, or, you know, you're going to you're going to be spending your money in your local town as opposed to maybe spending it in a city centre quite far away and you're supporting people working locally as well so I think that's a really positive outcome you know that we're seeing more flexible options from employers to their employees and so many are taking up that option and so we're seeing our communities getting bigger and bigger which is wonderful Um, but I also do know that uh, for certain vulnerable groups as well it's been you know that fear of um, COVID and everything else and, and being sick and in hospital, you know, it, it's had an impact on them too. And, and I think slowly we're seeing those groups coming back out to enjoy everything they're to offer, you know, going to plays. You know, I know in Moor as well, the brand new community hall there, they've had they've had plays on now, a few of them since, uh, since we've opened up again. And yeah. it's been great to see it. They've been jam-packed, the halls, you know, like going to see, you know, a comedy or, you know, and it's just um, a great way to support the community. And I'm seeing it across so many uh, towns all across uh, the county as well. And really nice to see that. And I just want to thank those groups, particularly the drama and the musicals and the, the local community groups putting on yeah. the plays. It's such great crack. But it also encourages families to come out as a family and grandparents to come out and, you know, people who might not um, be going out to, you know, might not have got back into their normal routines yet. It's a great way to encourage people to, to come back out and meet people who haven't seen in a very long time. Um, so, yeah, I suppose those are the, some of the, the pros the pros and, and cons and hopefully the good things we're seeing. So hopefully we'll see a lot more people out at festivals and our agricultural shows and everything now in the time ahead. I think so. It's, uh, that brings a song to mind. I'm coming out and I think it's definitely the theme of all of us this year at the text that are flying in. I have a message in from Stephen living in La Caro. Hey guys, um, can you please ask, ask Ashling what she thinks of steps to change the Leaving Cert curriculum? Oh, thanks, Kira. Yes, I'm on the Education Committee, actually, in uh, Dublin, and I know that uh, we've had a lot of engagement around the Leaving Cert as well, particularly during the lockdown. Like, we saw an awful lot more, um, you know, like, been able to do continuous assessment and, and that it's not all relying on exams at the yes. end. Um, I think that might be the question that Stephen has there, and I know that they're looking at all the different subjects to sort of bring that in and we did a report actually in the committee around that uh, last year uh, very much supporting I suppose for myself that there would be that element of continuous assessment um, where possible I think it just means that uh, you know, people have a lot of different abilities. A lot of our students uh, can perform. Some can perform very well in exam settings. Uh, but for some people, it can be really challenging and difficult, and particularly with special needs. So I just think that having that continuous assessment, practicals, um, there are other ways that we can, uh, you know, evaluate someone's ability and their knowledge and everything else. And I just think that that's really important. I must admit, I suppose I really would like to thank the State Examinations Commission, of course, uh, the Department of Education and the State Examinations Commission, you know, based on that loan as well. You know, they they're really want to see what they can do, uh, you know, the best by students so that you're, you know, obviously you're learning and there's a, there's a certain component of evaluation, but that, you know, we're getting, our students are performing to the best of their ability. And that's really important that it's not, you know, that it, you know, as I said, an exam may not suit every single student, that students do have a ways and other ways to sort of show how good they are at a particular subject. So I hope that might answer uh, Stephen's question there. And thank you. Um, very important. So uh, well done. Really important question there. 
Fabulous. Thank you indeed for everyone, I suppose, doing the leaving cert in the next little few weeks. Yeah, um, of best, course. Best, best so of luck. Don't look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> it's so typical, isn't it? <laughs> it's so typical. Um, it will, it will, we will have lovely weather. I'm, I'm nearly positive in, in uh, after the exams and into June, July and August. So just, I suppose, the focus now and for families and parents who are really looking after their, their sons and daughters doing the exams, I know trying to, to help them as best they can. It can be a really stressful period, but just to know for students, Kira, if I might just mention as well yeah. that I'm on the third level side and I would work closely with Minister Simon Harris of course and I know Ministers Peter Madigan and Minister Norma Foley but just for third level I know Minister Harris has spoken many times about all the opportunities that are out there so no matter what happens in an exam you know there's so many routes if you decide you want to your, your passion in life is to I don't know uh, become a nurse there are so many ways to do that as well as coming through the exams and we've all these apprenticeship routes now post leaving cert courses uh, so many people um, really get valuable placements you know they could be working in a job also doing an apprenticeship course so they're earning and learning and they're still reaching a qualification they're still getting you know their NSQ level 5, 6, 7 up to degree level there's even apprenticeships now where you can go up to PhD level across so many areas there's something like 60 or 70 different courses wow. out there at the moment and so many employers like if I might even make a call out to employers all across our small businesses that they might look at considering uh, an apprentice and taking on an apprentice and you know having somebody local uh, get involved in their business and it's a great way maybe in time to come that they would have a member of staff that comes from the local area as well so well, I just think there's a lot of opportunities and I know the state really looks at valuing companies that get involved you know there's um, they, they will give a certain amount two or three thousand to companies who take on an apprentice so really a call out for that and to just students that you will you know you will have maybe two or three careers in a lifetime and there's so much opportunity out there um, so you know do your best in the exams and you know like at that there'll be a lot of choice and that's really what we want to see we want to see choice that people can think about apprentices post leaving their courses doing a placement taking a year out if needed and coming back in again um, and also going down the college route as well and doing courses that way but uh, just to let parents know there are a lot of choices out there for their young sons and daughters for young people doing exams this time around and just to wish you the best uh, you will be absolutely fantastic and just you know go in and get a good night's sleep and you know try and, and uh, focus and make sure that's the easiest thing here isn't it to yes. read the question a few times I know myself you, you read it really quickly and you think you, you know you start off in your answer uh, it's always a good idea I think to go back and just read the question again you know after a few minutes you know when you're in full full flow think about maybe going back and, and just having a quick check again and I think that would really help absolutely keep the focus and redirect make sure you're drawing facts from there and it's funny because you mentioned staff there and that'll tie in because we've only one I suppose time for one more question today sure. but we also had a message in from Annette listening in Athlone really enjoying the show this morning would you be able to ask Ashling? we have I suppose in Athlone at the moment there is myself as a, as a shop um, coffee shop business owner we're finding it very, very hard to get staff that are reliable and also retain staff. And I also have the same issue raised in, I suppose, business meetings in Athlone with other businesses who are finding the same issue occurring. Have you heard about any of this or would you have any guidance? Yeah. 
Thank you so much, Kira, and thanks for your time. I know uh, you've given, been very generous this morning. Um, what I would say is that we are at full employment, which is wonderful for the country. I mean, to see that there's so many choices for people to stay, live and work in Ireland and particularly in the West. Um, but the challenges are, particularly in hospitality, can be around the staffing side. I would say that there will be probably a lot of students who will be looking for summer jobs as well, you know, and perhaps to link in. Uh, particularly maybe with transition years, uh, you know, in secondary schools around the area. Um, also with colleges, there's the TUS University as well. You know, just um, putting up an ad on the Student Union Notice Board and things like that. A lot of students who would love to earn, uh, you know, a little bit more over the summer months, you know, before they go back in September. Um, do you know, like, that could be a great way to get some extra staffing as well. The other thing I would mention under Just Transition, Kira, is that that was launched only about two about a few weeks ago. Wow. Um, it's very much funding under Falsha Ireland. There's 180 million for the Midlands. And that, though, not That's just incredible. the Midlands. I, I like seeing the Midlands and the West because it's Roscommon, <laughs> County Roscommon, yeah. and the Municipal District of Banlaslow, which covers all along the county boundary there in the River Sook. So, do you know, like, sort of uh, all along uh, Glenamady and Banlaslow and Mount Bellew, and then all along, like, for the whole of Roscommon, they are eligible to apply for funding and there will be funding sort of coming out through Falsh Ireland and what I would maybe say is that for people involved in hospitality and catering Falsh yeah. Ireland I know are trying to work with businesses so I would encourage businesses maybe to register with Falsh Ireland so that they're appearing on their search engines and on their websites Do you know particularly if someone's looking for a place to eat and I'm sure all of the businesses are doing that anyway they're all turning up in their SEO um, sort of options as well but it could also be a way to sort of see about um, hospitality training Fulcher Ireland want to hear from businesses about the challenges they're having around uh, staffing recruitment they may have they, they have options around training as well for staff and that might assist businesses as well and the other place I would say as well is the education training board like if there's training or anything for staff that they are also a great way to, to manage training going out and for that particular listener I'm very happy to follow up. Uh, Kira, you might share my contact details. I'm very happy to support or, um, you know, promote that there is opportunities for be it part-time work. And I suppose businesses are really trying to be more flexible with their staff as well. You know, you could have uh, an at-home, you know, maybe it's a dad who's at home or a mum who's at home and maybe they're looking at their first job again, maybe part-time role. Maybe their, their son or daughter is going to school and they might be looking for a little bit of work in a few hours a week. You know, thinking about the opportunities with part-time roles as well might be something of interest for someone who wants to just get back out there again and and start working again. And all ages, I think, are very interested. So I think uh, you never know. There could be all ages looking to to think about um, a way to connect with the local community and cafes and restaurants are great ways to do that as well. Absolutely. Well, I have to say just thank you so much for coming on this morning, Ashling. And for anybody listening in, if you missed any parts of that live interview, do note all of our interviews here at Ross FM are podcasted on our website, www.rossfm.ie. Have a beautiful day, Ashling. Thank you so much, Kira, and to everyone as well. Enjoy. Thank Bye. you so much. Take care.